What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 36 of Table Cheese, and what's it, 243 of Cheesy Controller Podcast. It's the most ambitious crossover that somehow devolves into madness. Like, we didn't put the end game with this one. We kind of... <laughs> I don't know what we pulled. Uh, social Summit? <laughs> no, just devolving into madness, as we always do. I'm a little baffled right now because, like, they're doing the intro at the end. Yeah. And, like, this is, like, catching me completely off guard. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. Joining me, as always, we have the mech of Stardew Valley, Chris Montalbano. You're definitely not going to want to miss this episode. <laughs> we got the most degenerate squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. Remember, capitalism will destroy everything you love. And we got the man, the myth, the legend behind FTO Nerd Talk, D. Murray. Onomatopoeia, onomatopoeia. It's so good to be here, onomatopoeia. We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. <laughs> We're going to be talking about capitalism and social media and AI and the fact that capitalism ruins everything. Video Stay tuned. Aliens footnote. Yes, aliens are somehow still a footnote. Forgot about the damn aliens, right? <laughs> All right. I worked on that in the car before I got here. <laughs> I wasn't going to like bit fan, but like, no, no. I listened to you on my show. Yeah. So you haven't been playing ball. Yeah, you're disappointing me here by not playing Baldur's Gate 3 because. Well, excuse me for having dreams. Look. Excuse <laughs> me for having other things I want to do with my life. You got to live out your dreams and your fantasies through Baldur's Gate. Or, 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 I could just. Get good enough that I could just work on the inevitable Starfinder game that someone makes. That'd also be sick. True. Where they're Dutch? Where's Larian? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. They probably Dutch or some shit like that. Yeah. But you gonna move to Dutchland to work on their Starfinder game? Uh. Or you think they're too entrenched in the D&D world now? Do you oh, think... they're not entrenched because, remember, the first thing they did was their original landscape with Divinity. Yeah. Like... Because they did... What was it? It was only two Divinity games, right? Yeah. And then that was them essentially proving themselves that they could make Baldur's Gate. No, they were just making fucking heat. And then they were like... And then, uh... Wizards was like, hey, you want the D&D license? And they bought this gate three and were like, why the fuck you? How the fuck are you? Why not? <laughs> That's amazing. You see, I was all for Baldur's Gate 3 until I heard it was turn-based. So I got to see like what it looks like. Like the actual gameplay? Yeah. Have you ever played Divinity Original Sin? No. No, I haven't. Have you ever been... played Baldur's Gate 1 and 2? I played 2. It's like that. It's still Baldur's Gate. Except it's using the 5th edition rule set instead of advanced D&D. Mm-hmm. So it's hit system actually makes fucking sense. Thacko does not make any goddamn sense. See, I gotta see. I still gotta see gameplay before I even, like, even get invested in this. Because Baldur's Gate 2 came out when I was in high school. Or a little bit after. That's yeah. gameplay. And... Alright. Well, that's not terrible. Oh, you and you got options, too, because it yeah. plays like an immersive sim. Like, you could stack a bunch of uh, explosive barrels on somebody. And you can swap characters during the villain's monologue and just shove them. Okay. <laughs> that's amazing. It, it's really just fucking D&D. It's amazing. Yeah, that's the thing of just how the game is very yes and yeah. with its approach to, like, you interacting with it. Like, 
for the most part, like, I, so 16 wasn't very yes and. 16's like, you're going to play me the way everybody else has played it. And outside of, so pretty much, like, Juwan and I both platinum the game. We had pretty much the exact same experience out of the game, even though we, he just did it faster than I did. And so... And, like, I know that's why I'm recommending it so heavily because it's, like, I know that the experience that's there is so good that... Heck, the four of us would all be playing different classes. None of us would be playing the same class. Like, if it weren't for Armored Core into Spider-Man, I think Armored Core is going to occupy enough time because I've really started thinking of Armored Core in the sense of... It's the next game. It is from from software, and they just had it a is. showcase. They just had a two-hour showcase, and that game looks so fucking good. I didn't even get to watch the showcase. Dude, so, like, the so thing was, I set the cool. reminder on YouTube. I got on YouTube, <laughs> and then it's like a ten-minute video that, like, the link that I had for when they were live premiering it. Because you know, whenever you do YouTube live, it just kind of automatically posts right. yeah. as a video, like after the fact. So I went to that, and it was just a ten-minute countdown. I was like, "So did you make it in time? Did you not make it in time?" Well, I I knew definitely I didn't make it in time, but yeah. So you guys are saying like you think Armor Core is going to push Baldur's Gate off the table, and that's well for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could because Baldur's Gate isn't even on the table yet for me. Okay, because I'm about to say for a lot of folks, that's all I've been hearing about on different like social media. Yeah, it is everywhere, yeah. and like if this year already hadn't been so stacked, and there aren't so many things like still in the hopper of it's a golden year of gaming for sure. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a very good year. Because, I mean, we started off with, like, theater rhythm and stuff like that. Like, this year has just kind of been... Resident Evil 4 Remake. Right. Dead Space. Zelda. Street Fighter. Like, Street Fighter. Hey, you just even go the down. indies that have come out this right. year, like, Dredge is really good. Dave mm-hmm. the Diver's fun. It's just... Like, I haven't even Metro gotten... Prime yeah, Metroid Prime yeah. Remaster was this year. Oh, my God. <laughs> this year has just been, like... Every and this it's only like, getting worse. As because... long as you don't like, as long as you're not wholly invested into a big ticket legacy IP. Yeah. Well, even then, because that, Call yeah. of Duty, Call of Duty Street sucks. Fighter, the new Call of Duty sucks. The Call of Duty sucks. No. Okay. Sucks or not, people are still like you know on it. Like, yeah. Still, still, okay. like, yeah, but that's the thing about it is you could feed them slop and they'd play. No, because yes. I didn't like Vanguard. I didn't like Modern Warfare Two in its initial launch state, but the state Modern <laughs> Warfare Two is yeah. in now, now. It's talked about. Yeah. Yeah, like before I, it was trash. Yeah, I'm not gonna give you that Modern <laughs> yeah. Warfare Two launch like magnificently, bad. and but like as somebody who enjoys Call of Duty, even the Modern Warfare Three stuff that they're showing, they're remake they're remaking all the maps for Modern Warfare Two, and that's going to be the launch slate of maps for the new Call of Duty this year. Like Modern Warfare Two original. Yes. yes. So terminal. That's fucked. All up. of those just like really good maps right. are is what. This it? Is this Modern Warfare Two? Yes, this is Modern Warfare. This but is Chris. And what I'll say about it is the post-launch support, like 
them not having map packs. It, yeah. And I made the mistake early on with the, like, newer Call of Duties of trying to invest in the Battle Pass and, like, that. Call of Duty Battle Passes will run you ragged. Yeah, that's the point. Right. Yeah. That's like that's been carefully, <laughs> carefully designed to do that. Yeah. Right. Come on. They that's what took me out of gaming, you know, honestly. Like uh, I stopped buying console because of the microtransactions, man. It just it got too much after a while. But it seems mm-hmm. like this year, like they're they're putting more quality into gaming and that uh bum rush cyberpunk game I saw. Oh yeah. Like, that's a lot of elements inside That just, like, just shows fun. how it's like a fun <laughs> game. Right, because it's just jet set. Yeah. With yeah. the with the was with the soundtrack that you could fucking make a YouTube video yeah, on or stream it without getting yeah. DMCA'd. Really? Yes. Yeah, but it nice. also gives you a story. Like, the story about, like, like uh, the police are still after you. You're still trying to, like, kind of form a gang. You got to do all these other side quests. Mm-hmm. Bomb Rush. Bomb Rush Cyberpunk? Cyberfunk. Is it Cyberfunk? It's Cyberfunk. Yeah, Cyberfunk. Cyberfunk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that makes more sense. Now. I don't know if we were recording yet when I said fuck a Cyberpunk, but definitely not fuck a Cyberfunk. Yeah. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. It's all associated. It looks, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Any other year, I would have been playing this at midnight right? the night it launched. Right? Yeah. I would have been all over this. Walking around I, town. Well, it's coming to PlayStation. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's coming to PlayStation. Like, <laughs> ne- right now, it's just Switch and PC. Right, but right, next month, got, it's got coming to <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation. Solid Steam Deck time. Right. Yeah, but it definitely right, is very... And then also, let's not forget that uh, freaking... Hi-Fi Rush came out this year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Hi-Fi Rush is so good. The one good thing Xbox has done. From what I've been hearing about this game... I mean, Starfield's right there. It It doesn't automatically grind for you. It doesn't automatically set up tricks. You got to do everything. Yeah, and I mean, that's... Old school gaming there. That gives you more control. Like, when it's canned animations and it's doing a lot of that for you, it's kind of... more immersed, yeah. Right. Yeah. But this also gives you the freedom to do more, like, insane, crazy, like, unique things because you don't have those, like, training wheels, essentially. You have... And it does give you different options. You can do skateboard, you can do skates, and you can do bike. Whoa. But like there, there are and also you can fight a cop, and you can fight a cop. Like I said, it has some GTA aspects to it, also. Yeah, God. you do fight cops in this game. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of like <laughs> Radic is going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Skateboarding, just skateboarding, just fight cops. It was just such a quick escalation of just like. It's like, oh, this is a cool extreme sports game. Oh, shit. And off. Oh, 5-0, 5-0. Imagine your friend asks you, hey, let's just go skateboarding in the park. You're like, all right, bro, mom, can I go skateboard with my friend? Sure. Billy, go. And all of a sudden, this nigga just skateboards and attacks Carl Williams and cops. That escalated so quick. You spray paint. You're doing a good old graffiti. Okay. Like, Jalen, have you played Sludge Life. No, I've not played Sludge Life. Okay, because Sludge Life, I that seems like the game that is just. What's it, it like? It seems like a first-person like tagging game, like you're going around spray painting. Oh, and I've stuff. seen oh, this. Yeah. It's a smoke a cigarette button. It just seems very... <laughs> oh, is that what's happening? Yeah. I feel that. 
<laughs> it's right. not a gun. Oh, that's, that's a smoke. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just on the same vibe as Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, Sludge Life and Sludge Life Two, because it seems like. Do all the characters got big lips like that? That's the brown ones. I have no idea. All right. Do you always like will notice the thing? It's like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's burning to me now. Now, <laughs> can't avoid it. All I see is Mr. Popo. That's it. Yeah, but this is a really good year in gaming. It's kind of ridiculous. Like, yeah, Alan Wake Two got. They decided to push that <laughs> yeah. back, which is yeah. fine because the closer to Halloween, the better. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a Halloween ass game. It is it's a Halloween. It's one of those things of people are. Earlier in the year, there were big things would come out like it'd be one big thing a month. Yeah, but yeah. now we're getting to the point in the year where it's like, all right, it's going to be one good thing a week at least. That's so because then there's like, it's Mario Wonder and Spider-Man launching on the same day. And like any other year, I'd be right there day and date playing the new 2D Mario. But now I'm like, nah, I got... To go deal with Venom. It's right. a, yeah, and, and it's also, I think, part of the reason why I know I have time with Baldur's Gate that I'm not really in a rush to play it immediately is because I know I'm not playing Spider-Man this year. So, Will you be playing Starfield this year? Because that's what... Yeah. If I were on that RPG side of, like... I, I don't see how anybody like, is unhappy with gaming this year. Right. Like, because mm-hmm. it's every genre, it's every, like, series, it's multiple tentpole, like, once a generation level things. It also says because, you know why? Years. Because we have it too good right now. It says yeah. that's for the years after, also. It's so like, you have, like, 2024, if, like, something else comes out, you can go to the back catalog of 2023 to play those games. Well, yeah, I mean, the backlog mm-hmm. is. Never ending. Right. Yeah. It's ever present. Because uh, Naraka Blade Point is crossing over with Nier, and Juwan put the song for the crossover in the Discord, and that just really made me want to play Nier. I'm like, I do have Nier Replicant that I haven't made anywhere near the amount of progress that I need to. Every single time I start playing that game, I just start, it breaks me. That game is, like, Nier, okay, Nier Automata knows how to hurt your fucking soul. Replicant? Yeah, Replicant. Is, uh... I had, I literally put the game down because I was like, this is the last point, because I played the original. Yeah. I was like, this is the last point in the story where these three will be happy. Because things haven't gone to fuck yet. I'm like, I'm going to stop here. I'm going to stop here because I know how this ends. I must have said something weird in front of my phone because it keeps giving me near porn the entire time. I'm not sure what's going on. No, that's just near. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> no, that's just near. No, that like the two B the two B porn was so bad that multiple people did not realize Automata was a great game because of it. Yeah, it's a lot. It is everywhere. Most people They're... know two B due to cosplayers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. like how I got like introduced from it. Was that? Yeah. Yeah, it's and. For it to be the like level and quality of a game that it is, I mean, it's kind of a disservice. Yoko Taro gets a but yeah, team. also Yoko Taro, because like, like he promotes. There's a reason that all the female characters in all his games have the option to wear the Kaine outfit, which. 
It just bows over her nipples. Remake. I just need the. I just need them to just remake Dragon Guard one. Ruin some lives. I mean, they'd probably do like a Dragon Guard trilogy. What's the what's no. the what's the hours on this? Would be like twenty hours, How forty hours. Uh, I think sub forty. About forty. Sub yeah. forty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because like each route takes somewhere between tw- ten and twelve. Okay. I think when I initially tried to pitch near to you. Um. Yeah, go to how long to beat sixty-one for completionist. And that's. Wow. I mean, that's you not. Could, you could literally buy trophies once you beat the game. <laughs> the yeah. game don't give a fuck. It's like, hey, you want the platinum? You could buy every single trophy, but do the side quest. The side quests are yeah. so fu- like a meal side quest. Oh my fucking god, it's so good. It's so good. Fucking a meal. What are you playing right now? Right now, yeah. Dead Space. Oh, still. You well, I didn't play it back then. I was playing Resident Evil 4, hopped on. I got really addicted to Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel for a while. Okay. And it was just... Like, you was bigger than that a while back also, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it took over. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like... like, if you... Because that was early 2022. mm -hmm. And when it dropped, it just dropped to a degree of, like, it took over until Elden Ring came out. Yeah. Nobody was playing anything but Master Duel until Elden Ring came out. And Death Space is just taking over for you right now? Yeah, because I was trying to play, I've been trying to play Final Fantasy 16, and I kind of hit this point to where I was like, I'm not really vibing with this game. Wow. And so I beat Resident Evil 4. I was like, all right, now I'm going to play Dead Space. I got to play both of the survival horrors that are really coming out this until Alan Wake 2 comes out. But. I was like, let me. I'm I'm tired of Final Fantasy 16. Let me play Dead Space. I think I'm in a good headspace to play Dead Space. It's oh <laughs> like the third time you guys mentioned that. I listen to kind of funny also when we're here. They were talking about Alan Wake also. Like, what, what's the what's the appeal behind this game? Well, Chris is just Alan Wake is so good. One Alan Wake one is so fucking good. Like, I mean, like Alan Wake one is one of the best survival horror games of the seventh generation. Full stop. The 360 era, like all that. Yeah. Alan Wake 1 is one of the best. Wholesale. I mean, it's up there with Dead Space Fear. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's up there with... It's like outside of horror drama. Like, like it's just that good of a game. Yeah, it's one of the best horror games of the generation. Wholesale, full stop. I just like the horror genre, so I can't really speak to it. I listen to the show, I know you're big into the horror game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love me some horror, and it's really... Like, Alan Wake is just really, really good. Yeah, because that's the thing. Uh, Control is in the same universe, and they seem to... That's Remedy, same studio. Yeah, same Mm -hmm. studio, and it seems like they handle like the supernatural like in a modern sense really well. And so, like, if... this is what I would want out of a Stephen King video game. It, it's, it gives me like like supernatural vibe. I like the show. Yeah, because basically oh, yeah. you're playing. Yeah. As, Alan Wake is a, is literally a writer, and he becomes kind of trapped in his own story. Okay. And and one thing that uh, Alan Wake does really well that I've always enjoyed is how it handles light, because light is the because you have to use light to actually make the enemies weak enough for you to actually shoot them. It's like it's a weapon, yeah. Yeah. But, so because of that, you will be stuck in some dark-ass woods. 
You know, is it is it the gameplay itself that's that's the draw or the story that you guys get? Both. Okay. Yeah. It's a both. Like the gameplay and the story loops into each other right. very well. It seems like a lot of the mechanics are like without like some of the things that are set up like as a premise in this story, like a lot of the gameplay systems wouldn't make any sense. Like no other horror game are you pointing a flashlight at what you're actively like your first reaction as a gamer would be to shoot it. Right. Yeah. And when you realize that it's not like that simple, but in the right like the writing sets all of that up to make yeah. sense. I mean that in a gameplay sense. That in a horror game aspect of it's not just like point and shoot like Resident Evil or Silent Hill right. normally just does when they add in these other aspects that you have to really think about it and these high stressor like situations it's nice like you're not just shooting at the head in dead space you're breaking off the limbs you're not okay you have to add these other elements that kind of make it fresh and just kind of put you on edge that I believe, like, I love in my horror games. Okay. And it's also not too long, so it's paced very well. So, yeah. it's like, it never gets to the point where it's like, oh, the game, because we're, the gameplay must escalate at this certain pace, the game becomes stupid. Yeah. It doesn't have, like, the alien isolation problem where it's like, this doesn't, the horror aspect of it doesn't work anymore because the game is so long. Or even I, the Resident yeah. Evil problem of, by the time you finish Resident Evil, you're like... You have an RPG and a flamethrower, and you're just mowing through everything. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. This you got, that and also another out. thing yeah. about it is you only have so many batteries for that flashlight. Yeah, that's also oh, that's that's a crucial part of the game, like it's having like the battery to keep you going. Okay. Yeah, because you also need to use the flashlight to navigate. It's your navigational tool and your primary weapon. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, and this is like the rematch. We're watching the remaster. Right now, like this yeah, is, which was free on PlayStation Plus a little while back. So like mm-hmm. that, this is just in my library. Keep that hype train going for a lot of people too. It seems like yeah, mm-hmm. all right. And it's, and also like, Remedy has always been really good at their storytelling. Like the only reason why Quantum Break wasn't it was simply because they Xbox was pushing too hard in television. That yeah, that's literally it. it's too much of the important stuff that it should have been in the game yeah. was in the TV show. But the actual like time powers that you had to play with, that was that was pretty tight. Right, yeah. It's like that same thing of like the supernatural element of their between Quantum Break, Alan Wake, Control, like their because Max Payne's kind of a different deal, right? No. You see the you see the design evolution between like Max Payne into Alan Wake and all that stuff. You could see the clear design mm-hmm. through line. Okay. That's what this is reminding me of, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's just that Max Payne is, yeah. hey, what if we made it an action game with the most miserable man who needs to go to therapy for <laughs> in your life? Like, I get it, Max. You want to die. Please, just go to therapy and stop taking painkillers. Nobody Kane and Lynch. Oh my god. You know what? Kane and Lynch is what happens if Max was an even worse person than he actually already is. You know, I'm really surprised people aren't talking about that, uh, the Star Wars game that came out earlier this year. Like, that, that's oh, kind of falling off the radar. Because, yeah. the, because it's on my list. It's just like the game's not to a point where it's running, like, because it came out and it's not running, like, yeah, it was super not. well. It's not running well on anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
And yeah. so even, but the people that, who played it though all the way through were like, it's, it's a yeah. Good game. And what I played was fun, but then Zelda came out right after yeah. I started. Oh Jedi fuck! So Zelda fun. came out yeah. right, and Zelda's the one that I feel like I have to beat because. Mm-hmm. As much as Final Fantasy 16 is going to be Game of the Year, <laughs> Zelda apparently has more Game of the Year moments later on in it. Because I felt like, I'm like, alright, I have had a Game of the Year moment out of this game where I started going through it of like Golden Pathing, an open world game. And it's like, alright, so I am essentially just playing the video game aspect of this video game. We like, talked about this on Table Chief that you said uh, you already, even before Spider-Man 2 comes out, you think that, that Final Fantasy 16 is going to be game of the year. You like, you still holding on to that? I mean, Spider-Man's definitely not going to be the thing to knock it out. Like, the only thing is, is... <laughs> you is agree? No? You agree? Oh, For me, you think Spider-Man's oh, not going to knock it out? For me? Him off. No. I mean, remember, the only one who had Spider-Man as game of the year, the the last one that came out was me. That's fair. Yeah, like I played that game in two weeks. I've never played a game so fast in my fucking life. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I love the original Spider-Man because it's like I was at a point when Spider-Man came out at the right time for me because I was at a point where I was getting annoyed with these video games trying to be everything other than a fucking video game, and then yeah. Spider-Man was like, "Hey, what if we just what's well, a really good Spider-Man game?" And I was like, "Thank God." Yeah. I don't want an interactive movie. I want a fucking video game. Hmm. That's what I felt like with the Miles game. Like, I, I didn't play it, of course, but I saw, like, the the gameplay for it. It just felt like an interactive movie the entire time. Just, you know, like, do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. watch a cutscene. Do A, B, and C, watch a cutscene. And, I mean, yeah, 16 is very much that of do some side quests, watch a cutscene, like, do a boss battle. Because it's very, when you look at it... it that was the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and like Radic kind of fell off at 16 as well, and it's like the corridors are really going to get to you, and it's like the story missions are all corridors that end in a big boss fa- battle. Wait, wasn't that the big complaint with 13? <laughs> You're all, you're all optimistic about it being game of the year. I just, you just said two people said they fell off that game. As yeah, playing. well, no. I I, I don't... Madrid was here. He would say the same thing. Really? Like he's not vibing with the 16 wow. as much as he thought he would, too. Wow. Yeah. And that's, I don't think, honestly, in a year like this, like Game Awards yeah. 16 might not even be nominated for it will overall. Be. I mean, like, I find that, no, I find that a little hard to believe. But, I mean, like, think about... The other contenders, there's Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, but there's usually like five nominations. Right, Right. five nominations. Zelda. Definitely That's going to be there. Baldur's Gate. Definitely in and in a lock. Okay. Uh, Diablo, maybe? No, hell no. No? No. Oh, absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think... Absolutely not. I, like... (laughs) I'm going to say this right now. The only Blizzard game to crash and burn faster than Diablo 4 is Overwatch 2. Right. Oh, man. Like, holy... (laughs) Like, oh, my God. Overwatch 2 is just such a horrendous, glorious car crash dumpster fire. (laughs) It's... It's almost like... Hey, most of the Saturday. review bombing on the Steam version are coming from the uh, Chinese it's not, players. It's because negative it's, feedback. Oh, I know. I'm not saying like it's that. not deserved. But it's also because of the fact that, remember, remember, Blizzard 
broke the deal with NetEast this year. Yeah. So that means everybody in China who was playing Blizzard game lost all their fucking data. But guess what? Overwatch 2 is back because it's on Steam. But they can't get their shit back. Right. Damn. They have to start a new Overwatch account. Yep. No, I don't want to I would have burned that game to the ground, too. <laughs> right, yeah. When you said review bombing, I'm like, that more so seems like a, on the harassment side thing. This is deserved negative feedback and criticism. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is whether it's deserved or not. Burned. I mean, it is, is it, what it is whether it's deserved or not. It's deserved. I'm not saying it's not. I fully agree. I encourage it. And it was sad, like, just in my own, like, dimension of just being like, yeah, I used to really like Overwatch. It's a new season. It came out on Steam. I downloaded it on my Steam Deck, opened it up, and just let the achievements pop. And then I was just like, no, I don't think I'm going to do this. And then deleted it off my Steam Deck. Deleted it? <laughs> yeah. Deleted it? I del- That's big. The big moment for me was because I just have so much space on my PS5. When I deleted Overwatch 2 off my PS5, it was kind of like... Because I don't think Overwatch, Apex, like Fortnite's never getting deleted. Fortnite's pinned to my homepage. Call of Duty gets deleted when the next year's Call of Duty comes out. <laughs> yeah. But, that sounds like tradition right there. <laughs> I mean, it's because there's such. Call of Duty in particular is such a space hog. Right. Yeah. You can't have both. No. You got more than one. You don't need not. both? I feel like people just hop off of one and then move on to the well, next. And that that's is, what he was saying earlier, yeah. But the good thing about supposedly, we'll see if this lasts more than this year. Call of Duty is now a platform because they're using the same engine and everything. So for the first time ever, your unlocks, your like operators, your guns, all that stuff is coming from one game to the other. Because hmm. for the last few years where they've been doing battle passes and all this stuff and you spend all this time grinding and you spend all this money on cosmetics and stuff, it is locked to that game. But for the first time in the history of Call of Duty, last year's stuff is coming with you to this year's stuff. Mm-hmm. And this year's Call of Duty is being held by a totally different team. It was Infinity Ward last time, this time it's Sledgehammer. And so it'll be really interesting if the next Black Ops, because they changed even Call of Duty, like the Modern Warfare 2 application, is just called Call of Duty now. And Mm -hmm. technically from that, because like Warzone and everything's built into that, it'll be... And I'm, it's still going to be $70. It's not like they're really no. going and doing this great service of like... I mean, it's still Activision. Right. Yeah. It's, it's still really like it. extremely money hungry and still... The crime reason, against humanity. But it'll be interesting to see if we go Modern War... Like we have Modern Warfare 2 with Warzone 2 and then Modern Warfare 3 is going to be under that same application. If the next Black Ops or whatever Treyarch does next is also under that same launcher, Call of Duty will effectively be one of the things that I felt like it's needed to be for a long time of a platform of a game. And just put like... 
add multiplayer maps. Like, add and build on to what you have instead of tearing it all down and, like, putting out something new the very next year. That would, that would take time. I don't mm-hmm. feel like Call of Duty would, like, take time to put all those kind of aspects into it. Well, it, it, I, that's what they kind of tried to do with when they were on Battle.net. Because Battle.net at first was just Blizzard games, and then it became, they added Black Ops 2, Mm -hmm. or Black Ops 4. Yeah, I think it was Black Ops 4, and then they added the original, or the new Modern Warfare reboot, and they had it where they had the different campaign remasters, and like all of that was kind of under one umbrella in Battle.net. And now what it seems like they're trying to do is make that umbrella just under one launchable... Because Assassin's Creed is even doing it. They've talked about Assassin's Creed Infinity, which is just essentially going to be a launcher. It's one application you go into, and it'll have multiple Assassin's Creed campaigns. It'll have, like, different Assassin's Creed things that, like, if... Like, Jalen's over there rolling their eyes, but... I mean, look, look, look. Mirage has to be a fucking banger for me to give a fuck about collect about a game whose main gameplay loop well, is Mirage, collect a thousand goddamn chests across this fuck ass map. I mean, you're yeah. Mirage isn't going to be that though, and no. Mirage isn't even part of Infinity. The ones that we know that are going to be know. part of Infinity. The last I will I will I'm not going to pretend like the last thing I haven't read about Mirage didn't sound pretty good. Yeah, Mirage is smaller. They it's a return able, to the original yeah. style. It's like this is hey, this is it a is, fucking stealth game. If you liked Assassin's Creed one through four, like if you like that style of Assassin's Creed, this is like your opportunity to get that. But made in 2023. We'll see. But we'll see Mirage isn't even part of the Infinity thing. The ones that are confirmed for Infinity so far are Hex, which is like the witch hunts. It's a yeah. Assassin's Creed. That Basically, takes... my thing about Ubisoft cool. is, yeah, I need to see gameplay. I need to see yeah, that's what the, the fuck yeah. this is actually going to be. Conceptually, it sounds good. It mm-hmm. still could come out and be shit, but like as far as Call of Duty's implementation... Because let's be real here. If it's, if it's anything like uh, Origins, Odyssey, or Valhalla, I do not want it. No. I don't think... Because those saw diminishing returns. They were putting more effort into mm-hmm. selling less copies. So, I think the reason they're doing Mirage and then Hex and then the other one is Project Red, which is. But that's Feudal always Japan. what happened with Ubisoft, is that they Sorry. were finally, <laughs> fucking finally, creating a feudal Japanese Assassin's Creed game. I know we got Ghost of Tsushima. I know we have Rise of the Ronin coming. But to. This is we've been asking for this since like Assassin's Creed 2. It's like yeah. it'd be really cool if the next Assassin's Creed was in feudal Japan. And mm-hmm. now over a decade later, like it's finally gonna happen. So the two games that right now fall under the Infinity Umbrella, both just in concept are interesting enough to yeah. bring me back. We'll see if in actual practice I give a flying fuck like right, <laughs> right now the only Ubisoft game. That they have in the works that I can actually say I give a fuck about is Outlaw. Because that game actually looks fucking good. 
The Star Wars game? Oh, That actually looks yeah. fucking good. He said Outlaw. I'm like, Project Outlaw. I'm like, no. what the fuck the is Star no, Wars game? No, that Star like, Wars that game looks, that looks fucking really good. good. Like, God damn it, Ubisoft, I hate you, but fuck, that's techie. The Black mm-hmm. Panther game seems like it could be promising. I need that, to see something. Well, there are technically two Black Panther games in production. Right. Like, Ubisoft and EA are both technically working on Black Panther games. But it seems like the most talked about Marvel game coming out soon is going to be that Wolverine game. Oh, yeah, that's, Wolverine's going to be... Uh, well, that's, no one knows that's anything about it, though, right? Yeah. yeah, that is Insomniac. Braddock, is this, is this Outlaw? Yep. Yeah. Didn't a Marvel game just come out? The Sun something? Midnight Sun? Oh, Midnight, Midnight Sun. Sun. Midnight oh. Sun was by the XCOM devs. <clears throat> yeah, so it's, it's a it's, card game, right? It's a turn-based strategy game. That uses used, cards for your moveset. Right. Yeah. Oh. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it seems... So, that was something I was thinking about earlier, because I'm waiting on Spider-Man. Spider-Man is, like, definitely the big Marvel game, the big licensed game on the horizon. Yeah. We're we're doing that again. All right. (laughs) I can never call that game Marvel. I get you, but I always call it Sony, but I I hear you. That's going to be a Marvel game. Oh, yeah. He just... Yeah. This is hard for me to drop He's it. like, these games are too good for you to be calling them Marvel. <laughs> I'm like, but they're Marvel games. But wait, here's the thing about it is. <laughs> it's like this. The, this has always been the thing about Marvel. Mm-hmm. Marvel usually has about five things, three to five things across all their, all their properties that are good at one time. Yeah. So you get like three to four comics that are really good at going like right now Miles Morales is fucking sick he's having an anime battle with Hobgoblin it's right. fucking amazing because <laughs> Miles we is to go uh, we got Spider-Verse this year and I mean Spider-Verse is we got a good movie uh, the <coughs> X-Men comics yeah uh, look X-Men's going strong X-Men, X-Men, right? X-Men comics have been fucking good since X of Swords man like yeah. like even Fall of X which was, which was on some bullshit is fucking good and the whole Legion <laughs> thing going on right yeah. But really, really, the peak of X-Men right now is X-Men Red. Like, we're about to do the Genesis War? X-Men Red. When it comes to Marvel. Oh, D, you might want to grab your mic. Oh, I'm, I'm not the biggest in the reading Marvel. Right now, I'm trying, I got to get myself back immersed. But Ike Pilmer's gone, so like I can get myself back into it. So, it's a, it's a whole thing. He's a scumbag. So. Yeah, No, you you always got to drop Marvel and then come back. I, that's usually how You it always goes. got yeah. to. I didn't do that much with DC. Like, I am biased. But, yeah, Marvel, you got to. How you feeling about Blue Beetle? I haven't <laughs> since the strike's been going on. I haven't even taken part in it. I gotta wait for it to come out on on video. I know. I'm a. I know. I no respect. Yeah. No yeah. massive respect. Like yeah. that's respect. I so, respect that. Like when uh, when it comes out, when it drops, I know like the Flash movie Miller. They can they can get rocks. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> dropping the 25th. So I'll watch it then. But I'm not paying my money to go watch Ezra Miller on the big screen. Can't happen. Yeah. I want to see this though. I want, don't get me wrong. I want to see this. It takes place in the eighties, I believe, and uh, Reyes is really coming into themselves and like, like it, it's a family thing. ass movie. Yeah, like it's a, and that's good because that's mm-hmm. the type of because that's the thing. So much about DC is about family. Yes, and any time they actually sit down, focus on it, mm-hmm. it become usually that's when DC's at its best. And Marvel's trying to do the same thing with the Fantastic Four, trying to get that whole thing going. Okay. Oh man! Oh so, man! Fantastic Four is so good right they, now. They're the first family, so you know they got to. They're the they, first they, family, yeah. But uh, they already introduced like the JSA with Black Adam, and they got that whole thing like set, even if gone and. Um, yeah, I don't saffron. think any of this setup is gonna like 
stick around I because mean, I don't think it should. We got two weeks in September, and if that doesn't happen, the strike is going to be going on for a lot longer than people think it is. So they're oh, talking as it should. There's yeah. totally they're talking right now. Like uh, we'll see what happens, but like if it goes past September, we're like everyone's like your your favorite TV shows are going to be gone to twenty twenty four. Good. This is a fan trailer, a hundred percent writing. Yeah. Because they. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> right. All we have is the logo for the MCU Fantastic Four. We don't have any yeah. casting. We don't have. Right. <laughs> I was like, they showed also, a person's Matt face. Smith, that's fucking Mister Fantastic is not a casting. I would know. Honestly, ah. Uh, Actually, what would you want to see out of a Fantastic? Do you want them to do their origin story again, or do you want to just... Oh, can you not hear me? Well, I just know it'll probably... Like, oh, it's going to get intense? Yeah, typically Madrid will have it, like, there. Okay. So I'm just... Appreciate it. As far as... Because you were saying something, I was like, I know, like, probably all our mics were getting it, but just that'll give you the best... Gotcha. Yeah. Results for best results. Well, that as you were saying, when it comes like to a Fantastic Four, uh, I would say have some kind of epic event happen and then show us the aftermath of that. Honestly, I would just start with them their first battle of Galactus. Just whole stop. Just start there. Well, how would you introduce that? Right, how because they haven't Galactus? set up Galactus. You don't need that's the thing about Galactus. <laughs> you you don't need to set up Galactus. That's the funny thing about it is you don't need that much setup. You don't need setup at all. Galactus shows up. He's yes, because that's kind of what he fucking does. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, Silver Surfer shows up first, and like, Galactus. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. That's all you gotta do is have Silver Surfer show up. Like, this is how I would do it. I would start with them in the Bachelor Building, doing fun family shit, <laughs> and then Silver Surfer shows up. Right. And by the time they figure it out to him, within like the first 38 minutes, hey, look who's fucking right there. It's Galactus. Have that shit like Majora's Mask. Have that motherfucker acting like Majora's Mask. You could just see him in the background just getting fucking closer. I mean, and they could play out like a, like an event, like a, I'm not sure what they call these films, like the, the Gauntlet movie, the Infinite movie. See, that's the thing about it is like the that. sagas are what's ruining Marvel post- in-game. That's right. interesting you say that. Like, uh, Post-Infinity... Because they weren't calling it the Infinity Saga as it was going on. Right. It was once it was over, alright, that's the conclusion to the... It's the same thing with Final Fantasy XIV. It wasn't called the Zodiac Hydaelyn Saga until they ended it and they're like, okay, this is going to be the end of the Zodian... Zodiac Hydaelyn Saga, but unlike Marvel, Final Fantasy XIV is finding a way to... Yeah, we really did just handle, like, all the big things. Not just that, but also, like, the, the, the way the interconnectivity of Marvel movies ended up breaking the movies later on. Like, most of the pre—most of the Infinity War saga, most of those movies aren't that good individually. Agreed. <laughs> and it's because they can't just stand on their own. No, they can't. Like, like if they're less they're coughing someone else. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like they're even well, the shows can't. Most of phase one is just own. trying to replicate, trying to take pieces of the first Iron Man movie and replicate that into successes. I will forever say that uh, Black Panther is just a copy of Captain America: Winter Soldier. I will forever say that uh, they are the, the exact because same movie. it is the exact same movie, except saucy. 
Depending on who's watching it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you do that. But, it's like, but that's my point, though. It's like we're at a point where it's like these movies kind of, these movies and shows kind of need to be able to stand on their own. And they can't. De- yeah, definitely. I'd say the one thing that Marvel has done, like, since Endgame that I feel like was really good and can stand on its own because it is not connected or beholden. Like, we're, it was Werewolf by Night. You really hyped me up. Oh, is that, that is? Yeah, okay. Werewolf by Night is fun. The yeah, old Werewolf by Night is just, it's like this one thing, like, like no, even characters that, like, because everybody's like, oh, well, this will probably be connected to Moon Knight and he'll for, be there and be one of the, well, yeah. but it's not. <laughs> like, well, actually, technically, there is, it's actually connected to something, but that something has been in development hell. It's connected to fucking Blade. Yeah. Elsa fucking Bloodstones in that shit. That's, that's funny, cause, like, that's kind of what started all of this, was, like, the whole Blade movie coming out soon, and then, like, the writer strike happened, and everything got pushed back. No, that was in development hell before that. Yeah, Blade <laughs> was, like, even the before director. the writer strike, they lost to the director. director. Yeah. They, like, the Blade movie that they were they announced is not the Blade movie that's going to no. definitely come out. And then they had to try to find a way to put actual Wesley Science into the film, and so, yeah, because he was not happy about not being a part of it, so. And right. then the fans were pissed off that he wasn't a part of it, so, yeah. It's a whole thing. But also, I, like, hear, I hear what you're Marshall saying. Marshall Blade is a sick casting, though. Yeah, Marshall Lee, he's going to kill it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, he was one of my biggest favorite parts about the Invincible TV show. Right. And it's just like, because in my opinion, after, you know, everything that's come out pre, after Endgame, the only ones that are like, can stand, that actually have legs, is WandaVision. No, even one, one division at the the show one division works for what it Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is so bastardized that show and that character <laughs> right, but that's my that, point. That's my point. And then it fell apart like the last because one division yes probably like episodes one through four yeah super solid super good like I was actually really invested really enjoyed but then it's like the setup for Quicksilver that was in that like really that just you said that was just some shit that happened like an Easter egg in a way yeah right he just kind of fucking showed up like well no it, they. Did. They acknowledged it enough to the audience of and you thought he would it was back. a dick joke. Yeah. His name was Ralph Boner. <laughs> and like, that's funny. See, that's funny though. That show wasn't set up to be a comedy. You got Chris and Reddick dying, I love it. That's what made it work because it got funny right before everything went to shit. They kind of turned her into Vegeta, in a way. They she was turned... Vegeta. What? She's been like that since House of M. Like, come on. Let's right, in, in the comics, yeah. Like, in, like they, they finally put that into the MCU. They made they made her, like, Vegeta in, in like, the MCU now. And I don't think we're going to see her very often. She's yeah, going to no, pop up. No, we're not going to see her again. Uh, she's a multiverse being. She'll show up again. Nah, because the, in, the entire interconnectivity of the Marvel thing is going to... Fucking crash and burn, like whole yeah. Uh, like literally, the, the like actual actually done good. Like the movie stuff, the only movie that actually performed even anywhere decently was the last Guardian movie. Yeah, because yeah. once again, and even they that, ended the only actually good trilogy in Marvel. Not a big fan of the Guardian movie. How's but the How's the new Loki? It's not out yet. Not out yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, Loki season two. I'm definitely gonna watch. I'm so far removed from Disney Plus and all that that I was like, I kind of want to see this, but 
I'm waiting for someone to talk about it. I thought it was so bad that no one was talking about no, it. No, no, that's, that's just what I feel. And Majors is back, apparently. Like, yeah. Majors is in it, too. So yeah. that's interesting. Let's see how that turns out. Because uh, I had a feeling that there weren't going to be any repercussions from Disney over Majors after, because, like, really, they want first kind of did this ex- blow up and, like, get really mad at somebody was James Gunn. And we see how that turned yeah. out. Yeah, but that was a different circumstance. It really that was. That was just Disney flinching to a bunch of internet bullshit. Like, that wasn't serious with James Gunn. That was just Disney flinching to internet bullshit. Like, like wholesale. That's, that's, that's a way to look at it. But, like, what James Gunn did, he made a lot of... Lot of inappropriate jokes back yeah, in the day. Yeah, that he apologized yeah. for he a did. decade ago. He did. That's yeah. the definition of going, that's the definition of digging up old skeletons. Yeah. yeah, but that's what was going on like in that day of age for like, you're right, and DC hopped on that train and right. him off, yeah. Because that's the thing about it, it's like he hasn't, and then also like, okay, you made a really shitty, really bad and shitty show, sketch show. What, almost 20 years ago? You could say the same thing about Don Glover, yeah. Exactly! Yeah. It's like, at a certain point, at a certain point, especially for, like, media, you need to let things go. After a while, yeah. Yeah, It took me a while to get to that point. Like, there's a difference between, like, actual crimes against people and just being dumbass. Yeah. Well, (laughs) there's a specific person that I just want to ask you two about have, for entertainment purposes, have we let the things go? Sarah Silverman. Uh... I'm still more upset with uh, Offerman's wife than I am at Sarah Silverman. Like, Silverman, like, isn't really big on my radar, and Silverman actually kind of... I'm sorry, I, I barely remember who she is, and I fired since That's, that's kind of how I look at it also. Like, that's the thing, but now it's like, every time she what shows... What did she do again? Blackface. Yeah. Uh. Like, but, like, then, like, you know, Offerman and his wife, they, they kept saying the N-word live that they were performing their song, so, like, they're, they're still kind of wavering on my list, but, like, honestly, uh... Who really pisses me off the most at Big Blackface is Drake, and like he's been on my shit list for a while, so. I mean, Drake, actually, Drake should just live on people's shit list. Even if you like him, he should be on shit list. Yeah, for, for, a, number, just, for a number of reasons, for, yeah. Right! It's like, come on, you have your, you have a list of shit. But he started what he did, like, how, how are you gonna be a black man saying the N word but put blackface on? That doesn't make any sense to me. That's that's what started it for me. It's called, being, it's called being biracial. <laughs> that's just wholesale, that's what it is. Just, it's just absolutely. I mean, as somebody who's multiracial, I, I, you wouldn't catch me doing that <laughs> at any point in time. Doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. So yeah. Mm. But like Lady Gaga also. But I like. I don't want to sound like this, but it does depend on the mix. Lady Gaga also did blackface, so yeah. Or she was around people who did blackface. And I, like, I thought she was just around. Yeah, she was around people that did blackface. But she was also blackface. a shitty company that did her wrong anyway. So. <sighs> kind of like, kind of had blood to go after a while. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like... Am I morality police, Al? In your eyes, Al? No, it's just... Jalen really will be the morality police, Al. I'm not the morality piece. I just have a specific code of ethics that I will talk about. Since we're talking about this, and, like, I I misgender you again. Yeah, I I don't give a fuck. I apologize for you. It's all right. I'm going to say right now, I kind of don't give a fuck. Gotcha. But it's like... 
I'm not. It's like I just have a code of ethics. That's literally all. Okay, that means all, and it's I, like I, I have. Like, there's layers to my code of ethics. Like I have social crimes, right. which is things like blackface, being saying nigga and not being black. Right. You know stuff that's like you're a piece of shit. But it's like I'm not gonna. You know. That's where like the appropriation, for it. the appropriation comes into that. I feel like right. we see white guys with like with locks. That's where like like. Eh. I mean. Honestly, they're gonna lose their hair over that because you know they got that shit too tight and they got some fucking battery acid in that shit. Come I keep, on. I keep looking at Radic that you think he's gonna say something. Gonna do more, more. <laughs> you gotta tell me, Radic. What do you think about that? Like white dudes doing doing locks. For person, first and foremost, I call them dreads when white guys do it, but that's me talking. Gotcha. Um, I call them crimes. <laughs> I, I, I second that notion. They are crimes. They should not do it. I don't give a fuck what your reasoning is. Just don't. They, they like use like the whole like Viking aspect. Like we're like Vikings. It's not even do. just that, but it's also Weren't the those fact braids? that like yeah, it, it wasn't even that. Like their hair was just matted because they never took care of it. I don't like how they look. Yeah, it's just I blood. Mean, blood and guts inside their hair. Just getting matted in there. That's all it was. And in my opinion, Gross. the worst part yeah. is <laughs> there's a stereotype that white people use against black people with dreads saying their dreads are dirty. Yeah. Not acting yeah. like that's one of the most involved hairstyles known to fucking We've had that talk, and, yeah. And then you see a white guy with them and you're like, oh, you know no, what I mean? You don't want that shit. You, you're Tom Hanks' son. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started on checks. Don't get me started on checks. Extra non-Jamaican. Oh, man. my God. That oh, guy. my God. Good God. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> like, oh, man. There's a code of ethics. There's a, there's rules. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It is like, just play by the rules. We can have fun. And, like, I, I'm a big Star Trek person. Like, and, like, that's the whole thing about Star Trek. It's following the rules until you don't follow the rules. But there's always repercussions for those not following right. Right. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. you follow the rules and sometimes you start the Dominion War. Yeah. It, it, see? Exactly. Yeah. That's, exact, that's exactly it. There you got like uh, shapeshifters trying to take down your whole life. So there you go. And you don't apologize for it. And like, you know, it's even worse. <laughs> God, the Dominion War. Food. That was the worst thing. He did that. He, he, but it's just like. What was that? So, long story short, is Marvel should apologize for Secret Invasion, and everybody that watched it should be entitled to compensation. That really got to you, man. <laughs> it was just like. That's my point, though. That's exactly what I mean. Like, it's so inter. It's trying so hard to be interconnected yeah. and fit in this whole entire thing that their literal base concepts for their movies don't. and shows don't fucking work. Is it, I listen to the show often, and like I, I listen to you in particular. Like you're listening like to all the games because like you usually give like the insight and you talk about like what you hear people talking about or what they're talking about and your opinions on that. Mm-hmm. And like you stick to one or two games every single year. Yeah, that's what I noticed from you. So like I gotta like I wonder like you must be going through that also where you see like everyone trying to get interconnected in every single game and like play all the stuff Whoa. and be a part yeah. of the stuff. It, like it's overwhelming after a while. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but the I thing will... is, games are a lot more standalone. Yeah, and so even if it's coming from the same publisher, like even because there are zero connections outside of maybe an Easter egg okay. between Elden Ring from Soft's last game and Armored Core, their next game. But you guys, like you guys, are in it. You guys are in the trenches, like yourself included. Like you guys are inside of. This, oh yeah, no, this like I, I get what you're saying. Like we are definitely in the right. trenches. Right, like like outside looking in. Like uh, again, that's why I keep bringing you up. And like I'm like you, you're in it also, but like you only stick to one or two games. Yeah. So. Like, what does that look like to you? Like, is it like, is it too much? Is it not too much? 
Yeah, like, thinking about it is overwhelming. Like, yeah. having to do, like, okay, this game looks good, let me play that. And, like, oh, this game's about to come out, let me play this. Got like, all these games. Like, like, all these games. I'm like, yeah. yeah. But then I'm like, I don't. I don't have the time. There's other things I want to do. Like video games are uh, a definite getaway right. for me. Escapism. But like, yeah. yeah, escapism. But like, I would love to just like I will play Resident Evil Four remake. Love the fuck out of it. But also just like want to play Final Fantasy fourteen or or Stardew Valley and just put so many hours into that right. and just learn so much about those games and everything it has to offer. And it's just kind of like a. That is my calming safe place. <laughs> I always say about escapism, like you can't, you can't like take advantage of escapism if you're not actually escaping from something. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't like you know not be a part of like something that's like awful and bad and then like capitalism. Yeah, like, exactly. Like you gotta you be able just to say go against it. And usually when I say that, people look at me as if I'm crazy. But like, no, I get no. it. You guys, you guys get it for sure. You're in good company. You get to know. <laughs> as podcasters, we like. Very much anti-capitalist. Very much so. So, yeah. Because, I, because it ruins everything. It does. I heard somebody yeah. try and make an argument that podcasters and content creators are effectively working as scabs <laughs> for the, like, current writer and, like, actor strikes. Like, the fact that we are producing content that is thought out for the most part, you know? And for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> no? Like whatever it goes through here is thought out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we kinda we're in this space of providing entertainment and providing where because hopefully, you know, if you're not watching the new Marvel show, you're listening to FTO Nerd Talk. Exactly. You're listening to the Cheesy Controller Podcast. And so I, but I was immediately like, no, we all like, you're just making our lives harder because it's not just that, but also another thing with it is one content creators wouldn't actually be scabs unless they, you know, got paid by the company to go do something like if they go to a premiere, if they, you know, get paid, do a contract with one of the companies. Like if you literally just watch something because they have not called for an actual boycott of anything, anything like the the studios, the I mean, the writers guild or the actors guild, any of them have not actually called for a Netflix boycott, a Hulu boycott. They don't the opposite actually. They they say like they encourage you like to keep on watching right. Shows. So mm-hmm. we can watch it and talk about it, but but and this is where we get into the ethical. Yeah, thing. it's like what happens when that shit runs out. It's yeah. called you watch any of the other hundred million shit that already came out. You Slash you watch yeah. anything by A twenty four because they met the they met their demands <laughs> and kept it pushing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, and for for me though, personally with FTO and like it's hard for me like doing this right now, I I took like a complete step away from all TV and movies completely, unless it's A twenty four or any other indie company companies out there. Because it's it's not easy like not to talk about this stuff, but I like it seem like I am promoting these companies, so I can't really like I can't put myself into that. So talking about gaming, talking about comics, which is my my wheelhouse, but like talking about it, like I just that that article you sent with the uh, the rating of Minecraft, like I don't know what the hell that means. Like that Minecraft is coming to series. Oh yeah, like I had no idea that's what that meant. Like it's I thought like it was like a M or. Like you know, Peggy sixteen. Type, like I had no well, idea that's what that meant. So like, like talking about that world, so I'm not the best at it. What happened with the Minecraft story? So, in the X, 
And y'all are just gonna have to ride the ride for a second because <laughs> I gotta set up a lot of contact. Microsoft exactly. Trying, there it is. Send a lot of contacts. Microsoft is trying to buy Activision Blizzard. Right. In one of in their FTC hearing here in the United States, one of the arguments made was they're holding back content because there's not a PS5 native version of Minecraft, which there isn't. But it was a bad argument overall because there also wasn't an Xbox Series S and X version yet. So it was like Neither of the new consoles have an optimized version of Minecraft. By the way, when it comes to the Microsoft thing, the FTC kind of, how should I say, fucked up. Yeah. 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 Like, straight up, they were too busy with Sony's dick down their throat that they literally forgot about us, the consumer. Yeah. Full stop. (laughs) I mean, It's never about us. It's always about big corporations. (laughs) It's never about us. I'm not digging enough. Okay. I'm just saying, it's like every argument that they made about how the deal is bad, because it is, yeah. has been in the in the protection and promotion of PlayStation. For the most part. Like, like literally, they have... And that's not your best... Because and that's, that's not even your fucking job. Well, no, that's not even <laughs> the best argument to fucking make. Because, like, that's the thing. It's like one thing, yes, the, their direct competitor has a lot of problems with it. That shouldn't it's be the fucking, fucking focus. Antitrust. It's the definition right. of fucking antitrust. They didn't make that argument. And the judge <laughs> even said, if you made that it was a fucking antitrust argument, I could do something about yeah. it. Yeah. But no. But that's not the, like, the FTC overall is just not making good not building a good case for themselves or for the consumers that they're supposedly trying to protect. They're just out here basically mirroring talking points from Sony that it's like... It's just a terrible handling. But the reason I sent the article about Minecraft being rated is because... Once something's rated by a... Like, they don't just put ratings on things that are supposedly going to exist, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We know that that's a game that is in development and is going to come out at some point in time. But, like, a lot of times, like, the Red Dead... That's how we found out about the Red Dead re-release is because it was rated for PS4 and Switch. That's how we... There were a lot of details that we can get when things are rated. It's like the next type of publication is what you're saying. Well, yeah. Like, that's something... So, it'll a lot of times be... Oh, there's a real... A lot of times, the news story that we get out of these things are, like, things that should make sense existing are getting rated, which means that there is some credence that they actually do exist... So I mean the MPAA does like does that also, but I just never put those correlations to gaming. I didn't know like that was such a big deal in gaming that if it gets rated, then well, it's gonna be the next step to coming out. Minecraft is kind of one of those ubiquitous pieces of software that like its availability and like Microsoft is I was honestly surprised that there was not an Xbox Series X slash S native version of Minecraft yet. Yeah. Hmm. Because and I wouldn't there's also a, still a chance because so far Microsoft has handled it where if there's a legacy of software because they recently put out Quake 2 but the new version of Quake 2 is also on PlayStation. So 
because they Bethesda had already released Quake One for PlayStation. So at that point, they're like, okay, well, and so the newest version of Skyrim. There's a PS Five native version of Skyrim because Skyrim has a legacy on PlayStation. Starfield doesn't. It's a new IP. Mm-hmm. That's why Starfield's not coming to PlayStation. So that's why I have a feeling because Minecraft, Minecraft's biggest audience on console for a long time was PS4. It was originally Xbox 360, then it became PS4. Now it's more so Switch. Yeah. But I could I still play it on there. Yeah, I could definitely see. We know for a fact. Well, we they still haven't announced it. Like Microsoft hasn't said, "Hey." we're going to smart deliver a new version of Minecraft to these new consoles. They haven't said anything like that explicitly yet. You just know it's rated. Right, so it's rated. So, yeah, I, I can def- now see why it's such a big deal because it should be on these consoles, but it's not. Okay, right. all right. The fact that we're almost three years into this console generation, because they didn't waste any time on PS4, Xbox One generation. They, as soon as they could got new versions of those games out for them. Well, part of that was because neither of them were backwards compatible at yeah. first. Can y'all see why I have like such a hard time even thinking about talking about any of this? Yeah. <laughs> like I have no I have no idea like what most of that even was until you just explained it to me. So like like talking about that world, like and being like in the strike era, it's not a good it's not a good time for it right now. So good thing good thing I'm going to Dragon Con. I gotta ask these <laughs> actors and these comic creators questions and stuff, like uh, and talk around their projects and older projects. Literally in the email I got, you cannot ask them questions about past, present, or future projects. So, yep. yeah. Okay. And by the way, speak one more thing about the strike. We're at the point where they've lost more money because they've been striking for so long than they would have lost if they just fucking paid them. Yeah. Just, just work but with the AI. But corporate greed. <laughs> they, they just work right. with the AI and the writers. They'll, just, they'll be a lot more set. Like, if they just work with them together, it would be a lot easier. Right, if they were, if... Instead of trying to replace yeah. writers with AI, replacing writers that refuse and to use Don't forget AI. actors, because yeah. they were pressuring them into scanning them. Into so act- actors, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But instead of... Because that's one but of the But then also, let's not pretend that when it comes to AI, they're actually sitting there and actually building their own original, like, data sets for these AIs to use. It, they're literally robbing everybody blind. It is taking work from other Yeah, other but writers, they're skipping a lot of steps of how these things would normally go. Like, implementation of a new thing, a new technology into fields normally takes gradual, slow adoption and, like, but AI, that's, that's like, just... Well, yeah. Part of it is because, at the end of the day, AI isn't a tool. AI, That's the thing about it. The AI that they're marketing, what AI has been marketed as, is not a tool. It's a replacement right. for staff. But That's why it's the being, actual good implementation of it, the smart way to be handling this... No, the smart be, way of handling it is not doing that. Using it as a tool. That's, you, it's like drills came out, and drills replaced screwdrivers. Drills did not replace... The guy using a screwdriver. That's yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. new technology. <laughs> yeah, it's... You're right about the tech part, but it's also like... Yeah, people are using it as a replacement, which they shouldn't. Which they use should. it as a tool to improve tool. 
Because CG, CG came out and was used as a tool yeah. to different levels of effectiveness. Jim Henson was pissed. Right, but I mean, all the Jim Henson was yeah, replaced. Yeah, that more had to do with the fact that, like, once again, and this is why the fucking uh, CGI studios that were working on Marvel movies fucking unionized. It's also that you know those CGI uh, studios are sweatshops. Yeah. The whole set. Yeah, they talked about that a lot during the Flash movie. That came out like you learn a lot about. But I mean, that big, because that's the thing about it is like this, these companies don't have an in-house. Studio they that does their CGI, yeah. they have to bid. These different studios have to bid on the contract, meaning the price gets driven lower, and you know the employees are forced to work under worse conditions for less money. I keep having to bring Radic into this, and like, like, I, like you're, <laughs> I, I know, like you, you also take part in the gaming world, like you watch some films and stuff like that. We talk outside, like behind the scenes and whatnot. So, like, you're not as immersed as probably say we are. How does this all affect you? Like how like how do how do you get like involved like in like the writer strike and like caring about this or not caring about this even? Gotcha. So, um, from what I understand of what's going on and about how uh, you know naturally if you do a thing and this is how you take care of your family doing a thing right and now that thing is being threatened, I'd be mad too. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's one of those things where I do agree with Anton in terms of like it's a thing that can be used as a tool, but also I'm like, but are they going to do that though? How are you going to regulate it? Yeah. You feel me? Like it's similar to even my day job with cybersecurity. Cybersecurity even currently is highly unregulated. It's yeah. still a very new thing. And it's constantly changing too, right? Constantly. Yeah. I tell people my job is because there's a lot of ancient niggas out there to find new ways to be ancient yeah, every yeah. day. I mean, that's the race, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, you feel me? really is. Yeah. <laughs> so we got into my house. So they tried this way today. All right, great. Yeah. So any new technology is going to have people trying to take advantage of it. Agreed. And I feel mm-hmm. like the, the potential for good is directly proportional to the potential for, for evil. Fuck. And so the better the technology is, it's almost like there's this threshold where if it's too good, we can't trust people with it. Mm. <laughs> you feel me? And it's, it's almost like, damn, the fact yeah. that it's that great makes it almost reach this threshold where past here is not even worth having because you can't trust people. And the with fact it. like it's getting so predominant on social media is probably like not the best place for AI to be taken off, right? It's... And also, I just yeah. don't think AI works in the creative field. Like, just wholesale. I think in the creative field, it doesn't work. Because so, most of the time, the, what makes the stuff good is the fact that you have multiple, like, actual people mm-hmm. with varying perspectives and ideas on stuff, so they can go and make their ideas not shit. But, okay, so, if it's... Thanks, man, I appreciate that. I really like that insight. I do have one, one more one word. Just yeah, in terms can. of also as a creative. I do feel that there's a way it can be used in the creative field. But, for example, right... I, myself, I make music. Yeah. Right? I use AI specifically if there is a uh, some music that's together and I want to split it apart. It's very difficult for a human to run the mathematical algorithms right. to actually split each part apart. But there's AI that can do it. And so there could be a tool to break that song apart so now I have more things to work like with. Like a practicality. You feel me? Gotcha. It could be something in the tool bag. You know? I get you. Or it can be, you know... 
or a, a way that it can be abused though, right? Is if let's say I need some visuals and instead of hiring a graphic designer. Or the entire AI voice trend that's been going on. Right, with fucking Squidward singing it never would have made it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. So it's like I was saying, like it can be used as a tool, but now it's like it's at the point where if it's happening where people are getting taken advantage of, I'll be okay without that tool if it means other people can still eat. I, I feel that like like yeah. hearing like you know stuff like like Homer singing like certain songs or Squidward or seeing like the AI art you see like on Instagram and stuff like that like it's all fun and games until someone try to monetize off it like, like yeah. and as you guys were saying before like ancient motherfuckers just gonna keep doing ancient shit so yeah like it's, it's kind of yeah. hard to get through that so yeah 100%. So I get you yeah yeah and so like that's my current stance is like. They got a hold of a powerful tool that could have really revolutionized yeah. and like had positive like ramifications, but instead, why is it from the gold? It's almost yeah. like capitalism inherently <laughs> does that to anything that it creates. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like there's uh. an economic system that's designed around exploitation. Uh. Oh man. It, it sucks to hear. Like, like it's the truth. But like, you know, yeah, that's that's exactly it, man. Yeah. Ugh, ugh, jeez. All right. <laughs> God. <laughs> jeez. Yeah. It's twenty twenty three. Let's go. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> Future. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, good old late stage capitalism. Uh, yeah. late stage. Gotta love it. End game capitalism. Terminal <laughs> <laughs> level. No, <laughs> we're not at end game. True. We're not no, at end game. Oh, no. It can and will get a lot worse. <laughs> oh, wait. Because remember, it's civil war. The, the planet's only <laughs> now. Right, right, right. That's where we're at. Oh, yeah. No, it's not even. My, look at Montgomery. It's, it was the civil war. <laughs> civil war capitalism where we're at right now. I mean, we're barreling towards like just so many terminal levels of just repeating ourselves. Well, not just, even necessarily that. Uh, with global warming, like gosh. the planet could just explode. We are at like <laughs> well, no, yeah. the planet. We're, we're the traveling. planet wouldn't explode. This is the thing about the, it would the, just the become too. We would all die, and then the planet would heal, and then everything would be fine. Right? Yeah, everything else. Oh yeah. Just wholesale because there's a hurricane about to hit fucking Nevada. Huh? That don't happen. Oh, yeah, I saw a hurricanes hitting California. I was yeah, like, that. I was like, yeah, I said, that never, never happened. happened. Right. California too, never happened before. Never. California, they nuts. Weather doesn't work like that. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> and, and, and remember, and remember, day after tomorrow, dude. Vegas, yeah, right. tomorrow. Yeah, there it is, man. Like Ugh. a good chunk of Vegas was underwater yep. earlier this year. This is nuts. It is nuts. It's. And you got like a lot of people with power and money who just like, eh, it's whatever. Don't yeah. worry about it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> aliens. Yeah. Aliens. What are you talking about that for? Aliens. Uh, shut up. Come on, guys. Don't worry about the, it. The fact <laughs> that aliens was like, the fact that no one gave a shit. I am still <laughs> mad <laughs> that aliens are like a footnote in uh, all of these conversations. Yeah. Hey, we really should be starting with they're motherfucking aliens. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have more pressing, pressing concerns with the no, fact that there are no, there no, is there, not. There is. There's a fucking hurricane on the wrong goddamn coast. <laughs> is this alien going to help me destroy capitalism? Because no, they're going to no. destroy. That's no. So we're hurtling towards global warming disasters. Yeah. We're no, not hurtling. 
It's already happening. Yeah. We're it's hurtling already happening. towards a singularity because... <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> it's good. No, literally, AI is... Because AI... Because these motherfuckers can't just turn off the value and, once again, actually look through the data, sort the data, and make sure it's good data, AI is actually getting worse. Yeah. Like, it's you getting saw that more- uh, Snapchat one committed suicide? Pardon? <laughs> like, Most AIs that are hooked up to the internet either become... Racist Nazis or just go life isn't worth living. Yeah, I, I have not heard of that. <laughs> so Snapchat had an AI that people could talk to. I've been using it. It's like just like been digging around with it. Right. Okay. And so did you see it posted a story and stopped responding? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, it basically posted a suicide note. Yeah, it's like it essentially like gained enough sentience to be like I need to kill myself and did. <laughs> well, that's illegal, buddy. You can't do that. Not in this country. <laughs> <laughs> right. Someone's gonna lose money off that you're going to hell your labor <laughs> god alright this has been an interesting episode <laughs> look I'm, I'm saying this right now if god gets mad at you for not wanting to participate in capitalism that's not a god worth no, believing he didn't, want, he didn't want us to eat for every year so whatever good about that guy the tree of life he didn't want us to eat from an apple in tree of life he huh. lied like, 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 so it's gonna kill us. It didn't kill us. And it depends on which version. Because <laughs> let's be real, this entire because we're well, probably I mean, not just even set us on a path to where we're at right now, and so and where we've been shit. at. <laughs> we out of the didn't set us on shit. The demiurge put us in this hellhole to find the secret of genosis, and we're failing because we decided we invented money. Yeah, because they were bartering wholesale. We invented money, and we decided is that there, some is there a video human. Is you video for that, Raddick? Wendigo. Do you want a video for that topic? I'm all here for yeah, that, man. You made me think of the, 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 the <laughs> Gotcha. Some of the SCPs and stuff. With oh, the oh! If you want a, a good SCP story, uh, look up the Ouroboros cycle. That's that's a really fucking good Resident one. Resident Evil Five. This is this How is. Like, is more full metal alchemist with that, but <laughs> I love like that two two video game podcasts are coming together right now talking about like <laughs> conspiracy theories and capitalism and things like that. This Look, see see what happened <laughs> was okay, full conspiracy had on see what happened was the Roman Empire never fucking died. You see, first they took over Britain and that became Wall Street. That's why there's three fucking city states. Uh, I'm just still cat. mad that there is not a four K fucking iPhone shop video. <laughs> of this biological mass and these uh, extraterrestrial like technology 4K at least, that yeah. is I, at least I, look I take some 720p but like <laughs> who the fuck I don't <laughs> <laughs> Not grainy this shot. Phone, yeah. That phone, that phone, your phone. <laughs> All of us were shooting minimum 1080p. And minimum. like, ain't nobody just hit one of like the. Nah, nah, because you know they. Phone, you know, like, okay, first things first. You know they taking phones upon entry. And who says that true. the alien technology is not generating an electromagnetic field around itself that would disrupt the technology we have in the fucking first place? You don't know what they got down there. I really and we don't. don't but I feel like we should have I a better idea because it's there. I definitely no. in someone's <laughs> possession <laughs> at this time. And my like I, if I, and I also had this alien a, biomass. And also I'll tell you this right now. I'll tell you this right now. Guys. I'm willing to bet money that the alien biomass has just come. Okay? No, they have bodies. <laughs> bodies. I think uh, I, I think Anton and Jalen are breaking Chris. I'm done. Right. <laughs> you guys are broken. 
What's going on, okay. guys? You guys want your news stories? Just come, come here. Here it is. There it is. There it is. Right there. <laughs> 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 see, like, the fact that we have TikTok and all of this stuff, like... <laughs> That's the line of the show right there. I'm just watching your videos. That's the line of the show right there. <laughs> Look, the whole thing with the aliens is at the end of the day... Under capitalism, until it can be exploited mm. for monetary gain, yeah. it does not matter. It doesn't matter. So and once like, again, that, until we can put an alien on TikTok in the gritty, yeah. it does not matter. We're not. That's the problem. Is there's so much? Find your words, man. Find so your words. Mu- huh? Find your words. So much is not making sense because there is such. You know how easy it is? Like, the fact that they've admitted that aliens are real. Do you know how easy it is to just show some evidence? Oh, I thought you were going to say seek asylum. No, yeah, to show some evidence, yeah. Could I please? Like, that's the thing. We are at the point that there are... You've admitted it. People have believed it for years. But now, all of a sudden, we could get a play-by-play of Etika committing suicide. Like, the amount of, like... Horrendous, horrible, negative things that are live streamed. Like once, are, once again, how would you monetize it? <laughs> yeah, that's that's how would you monetize it? I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Erica Badu, but she did say something recently that talked about like uh, individuals, about how there's 85 people who are followers, or 10 percent people who are like doers who are followed, and five percent people who are just observers. And, like, the, the people who are the 10% usually try to kill off that 5% so they can keep making money from the 85%. And, like, I, mm-hmm. I get that. Like, what, what you're saying completely makes, like, is, is that. So if you can't make money from it, like, no matter what you say or how much you try to prove it to people, it really doesn't matter most of the time. So Like, okay, so they, so they, show, they show a video. What the fuck then? Yeah, then what? What the fuck then? Well, how's that going to help me out? Like, I can't pay my fucking bills. I'm supposed to get money from that. That's how it is. How is anyone supposed to make money off that? So there you go. Who gives a fuck? You realize, like, unsolved mysteries would have to, like, go off the air because Mm-mm. if they start showing the aliens, <laughs> it's done. They would be solved. Not even solved mysteries. Most of their unsolved mysteries. Solved mysteries. But also, most of their unsolved mysteries are just racist pseudoscience that is designed Bro. to make it seem like a- ancient civilizations post pre colonialism were so incompetent they couldn't you know do basic trigonometry yeah that's the entirety of the history and discovery channel like it's just straight up outside oh, of yeah. shark week you still have cable one more time you still have cable yeah no i have who yeah i have hulu live oh. i watch football so okay. i gotta have oh in baseball i'm jealous i couldn't do it i miss football though because i miss football it's good. Fuck, I miss it so much. After they fucked up Kaepernick, couldn't do it anymore, but I miss it so much. Oh, that's it's fair. Like, it's like human chess, man. I miss it. It's a turn-based, real-time strategy game. It, that's it, baseball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause. Honestly. That's really fucking baseball. Let's be real here. I mean, all organized sports. Except are. for soccer. Soccer is continuous. It is. No, that's the real time. All played by NBCs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> But that's why you can simulate it so reliably, and so like that's why. And it's also part of it is because the stru- the strategic element of these games, for the most part, have been solved. 
I've taught NPCs to my kid recently, and uh, they've been calling. They've been calling shit. They can't explain. Ice cream so good. NPCs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them fall too far down the NPC rabbit hole. It ends at OnlyFans. So. God. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, yeah. Man, I'm done. Because there was a whole like TikTok thing of like people that would just respond to their chats like NPCs responding, so they'd like say and do the same thing and like be idle animating and most of the people that found success with that have taken to OnlyFans to so you're fucking an NPC I mean not interesting uh, fucking isn't the right that word. the biggest one Core in that body? so yeah, yeah that uh, oh that whole thing that's going on TikTok yeah. right now yeah yeah that's NPC stuff right like, Oh, thank, so, thank, thank you for giving me money. Thank you for giving me money. Right. Wait, what is that? What's this over here? Yeah, I've been saying that a little over again on, uh, on TikTok. Right, that's why we What is she putting her straightener? Popcorn. She's popping popcorn. It's like what the, the Sims. What the fuck is like going Sims. on? It really is the Sims. Yeah. Oh, my God. But did you see what capitalism oh, yeah. has done? Right. Stripped our humanity to the point that we're pretending to be non-player characters? It's bankable. That's the worst part. It is the worst part. Bro. Yeah, it's bad. Social media needs to stop. Capitalism oh, needs to just yeah. fucking oh, Like yeah. literally, literally, if we were if we lived in a society where your entire existence was not commodified, so some dumbass parasite can make money off of it. True. Everything would be fine. You should not be you should not be a 12-year-old worrying about your brand. That's what's fucked up. You are a preteen worrying about your brand on the internet. Not just that, but also like when it comes to the kids, most of the outside spaces that we used to hang out with are gone. That's true. Like you can't even be at the skate park in the afternoons half the damn time. Where's the skate park? If, if we're gonna go into this, I gotta I gotta say <laughs> that like this has been bugging me for a while because uh-huh. I go to different places and like people's enthusiasm and empathy is I'm not sure if you guys notice this, but it's been depleting greatly. People, yeah. people yes. like, like ability to talk to another human being has been depleting. Like having like, like the idea to be courteous or kind, just just to be so. It's like an effort, and it's like zero at all towards anybody. Like, and that is that yeah. is the scariness of social media right there. Like, yeah, like you know, like that is definitely social media influence. Well, yeah, part of that is because number one, we have been trained through social media to be unable to just block and move on bullshit. Mm-hmm. If you see some dumb shit, you can't just block that shit, move on, and keep your life going. You have to turn that into your own content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, on a certain level, we cannot not be content creators. Along with identity politics, it's kind of like an empty spiral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just becomes, especially Honestly. when the fact yeah. is like, that becomes monetizable. That's the worst part. It's like, that is so monetizable. You make a a song about that's literally just right wing propaganda. You'll be at the top of the charts. Yeah, yeah. You try that in a small town. You say some dumbass <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's like it's just literally. It's like there's a profit incentive for all this. Talk about talk about black women their braids, like just just to get clout, just right. to get views. Yeah. And it's one of those. It's not like. And then the worst part is the average person can't just let that shit just fail. You got to make sure it's successful because the. Measurement isn't quality, but interactions. So if it pisses you off, and you have to say it, and you have to share it with all your fucking friends. Yeah. So small town boy, or uh, what's the island boy? Island boy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, though, dude. 
Catch me outside, period I, period uh, all that. It's all that. Because they can't just let it go. If they just ignored it, it's whatever. But no, nah, you got you to gotta make sure it's successful. It's just like with gaming. You know why those companies were giving out slot? Because people will buy it. Yeah. yeah. The narcissism is really taking over. Really, and like I feel like going live perpetuates it. I've always thought that. Yeah. You know? So I, that's why it's hard for me to go live. Like I'm, I'll be watching myself the entire time. Like, and I don't need to do this. I don't have mirrors like in my, in my mm-hmm. room. All I need that. So, yeah. I don't know what I look like. I do yeah. social experiments. So it's whatever. Well, on that, do you think this generation has concurrently grown up with a lot of its socialism, like socialization? Oh, yes. Thank you. So not socialism. Socialization on the Internet where you're talking not face to face to somebody, but this is how you're learning how to communicate. And then you get into the real world and you think this is how I can communicate with you. But you're you're now in front of a face that and then also let's you not see the feeling, but you don't care anymore. I got three kids, uh-huh. and uh, I let them watch YouTube for a big part of the beginning of the summer, and my son turned into a dude, bro. Yep. So the algorithms yeah. were designed like, to feed you that crap, like full on, like he was like like dude, bro, like what what is this, bro? Oh, dude, what is all this? My <laughs> my little girl, she's uh she identifies as a girl, and like and like she identifies with like with the girl culture. Completely rainbows, purple and pink. That's like her whole stick because like she watched videos that told her that. Yeah. My, my oldest, she's more trying to like to fit in. So like mm-hmm. she's taking part in like to the whole BTS altruism mindset in like the manga world as well. So mm-hmm. it's like it's a whole it's a whole thing. Like just trying to like, like to find your place, find your spot, not get overwhelmed by like what people don't want you to do. But they also got the idea of perfectionism inside their head as well. So like, yeah. it's all of that. All that Everything. Look, we as a species were not designed to have access to everyone's dumbass thoughts. Yeah. We can barely deal with our own individual well, dumbass I, thoughts. I agree with you. Yeah. That's fair. Like, heck, one of the. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, it's been real hard not to just sit there and scroll on social media. It's like, I could. Doom I, yeah. Oh my I god, that gets my fiance so much. She'll just do that and stay up until doom, 5 in the morning doom just doom scrolling. She's like, like I can't put it down. Can't I was like, nothing. TikTok, can't what find the nothing. fuck? Twitter, can't find nothing. Let's keep on going. Yeah, Instagram, let's keep on going. And then, and then also the algorithms yeah. knows, I and this I is can't do that a shit. big part of it, is the algorithms knows that if you're fucking miserable, miserable people, happy people don't stay on social media. No. Whole Full stop. Happy people have shit to do. Yep. Yeah. God, social media is just emotionally cutting yourself. Yeah. It really, really is. All right, we're going plus ultra. I never noticed that tattoo before, by the way. Oh, yes. Like you just, you just came like one of like the coolest people I ever known because of that tattoo, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I mean, I think we've been going, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk one like anime or video game thing to round it out so we're not leaving. I've been watching Dragon Ball Z Kai. We're rewatching that. Hell yeah. I don't want any filler. So filler can get out of here. I wish One Piece had something like that because that'd be all. No, I wish One Piece could just pace its episodes better. Yeah. Like a good uh, chunk of that is straight up how the episodes themselves are paced. So like there, there is no filler when it comes to One Piece, is what you're saying. Well, no, there is. No, there is filler. Okay. And, but. They also pad their runtime with reusing the exact same animation mm. for like I One Piece is kind of because Gear Five just happened. Right. So I watched last week's episode where it initially started out, and this week's episode where it, they kind of like kept going. 
when I tell you if they cut all the reused animations from that 40 minutes of One Piece that I watched, it would have been like 17 minutes tops. But what for those as epic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because I don't need to see Luffy's arm going like this and then going like this. And then like... Like it kills the pacing of it. It, like, it really does. Like we're in this heavy action scene and it's like, yes, I could tell you guys had a commercial break. Yeah, I could tell like... <laughs> but you, it is legitimately like the exact exact same frames of animation that aren't like it's not you're seeing somebody getting the living shit punched out of them and blocks flying out it's, it's not we even like it's one. not even something as cool as when Goku hit that slide in fucking super with Ultra Instinct and you had to see it from three different angles it's right. not that yeah, no it that is was not that that was neither that was yeah. sick yeah right. that was, was sick weird. but it's like no it's what if it was the same angle mm. what if every part of the slide had to be shown t- at least twice that's the reminds me of a Dragon Ball Z meme. That's but no, that's good. Bleach, luckily, ble- so Bleach is just amazing right now. Just oh yeah, oh, okay, here. okay. I thought you meant like you like like because they're filming. Oh no, OG Bleach. Oh, yeah. oh no, no, we're we're through. That's with that. what okay. ruined OG. No, no, no. We're just literally they've just been doing Thousand Year Blood War arc. We've just been going hard in the paint. Yeah. <laughs> literally, ever since Bleach came back, it's just yeah. been we're since just going Bleach movie quality back, hard this entire like, time. Yeah, since like because OG Bleach, that's what ruined. It's the because the pacing run of Bleach anime is the filler and the pacing and like all of those problems. So you got squared by a thousand here. Okay. Oh no, no, it's oh, peak yeah. fiction. Okay. No, it's like literally it's Bleach at its best. Okay. It, like it is Bleach better than we realized Bleach could get. Okay. No, it's Bleach for it's it's Bleach. It's how good of Bleach that the manga readers have been fucking saying Bleach has been this entire fucking time. Because it's one of those things where it's like, if you read up till now, if you read Bleach, you're like, oh no, it's fucking amazing. It really is. It's so fucking cool. I know the rules of anime. You gotta like give it at least like seven to sixteen episodes of any kind, of, like you know, first season no, for anything. No, like, okay. So I, part of the reason why Bleach is arc started, and immediately one of the strongest people in the Soul Society was dead on the floor, and these I, motherfuckers I are saw like, that. yeah. And also, Ichigo's got a theme war. song back. That's how you know it's hard. Renji got a new theme song. Right. So whatever is the singer from number one. <laughs> Just going hard as fuck. Like, We're literally pulling out the new Bankai. Every oh my god. The thing about Bleach is part of the reason why the original anime's pacing got fucked up is that they skipped the back half of the Substitute Soul Reaper arc. Okay. Literally the first arc they skipped like the back half of it. Good. So they can get straight into Soul Society because Soul Good. Society is fucking it's sick. It's taking forever for them to get there. I had to stop watching because it just took forever. To well, there was the thing was instead of like adapting what was there in the manga because it. Kubo was still kind of figuring out how to run it. Like not just that, but also like let's be real here: the weekly pacing of Weekly Shonen Jump is a hellhole that have destroyed yeah. entirely too many uh, mangaka. Like wholesale. All right. Part of it is literally just the weekly yeah. schedule. What I'd recommend, honestly, right now, if you just want to enjoy it, watch. There's like this two-hour video on YouTube. I'll have to. Don't find even it. watch it's a like, two-hour video. Just start with the thousand-year no, blood it, work arc and let your mind be blown. Just well, let it happen. Because if you've seen episodes. any the of the original helps. series, you'll get it. There's a I thing. I watched the first uh, two episodes. It didn't do much for me, but uh, well, we the, the like first episode of Bleach is like. Uh, one of the all-time greats. I, I, it, it was all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't get with the argument. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like the first episode just... of Bleach. Do 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 do. 
I'll, I'll go back in. I keep seeing it in my Hulu queue. Like, like oh, I should, I should go so, watch it. Yeah. I mean, the first core of the Thousand Year Blood War is dubbed, and the dub's fucking top shelf, so... And that matters to me, so... Yeah, it's an excellent dub. Like, they got a lot of the original voice cast to come back. So far, nobody has... Because I watched the first core subbed at week to week as it was coming out. And then later on, I was like, I'm really stoked for the second core. So, I rewatched the first core dubbed. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is still, like, great. This is still excellent. Um, But then... Core 2 I've been watching week to week and like they stepped it up I didn't think it was possible to step it up like season 1 ended super hard and it's like okay cool great Ichigo still hasn't shown up in Core 2 and we've just been getting Bankai after Bankai after just literally that's what I wanted in my every it's like because that's the thing about it it's like there has not been a down week since Bleach came back because it's just fighting that's it just just wholesale there's, there's no, there's no, they don't have to explain shit. <laughs> you have any time for anime? I, anything? I read and am caught up in JJK and that's about. Yeah. about Hell yeah. That's Hell like, yeah. Are you caught up in watching the anime? No. I feel like that's what the show is. Actually, part of, I've been meaning to ask you about JJK this, Chris. Hmm. I've been meaning to ask you, did you see the Scott Pilgrim anime trailer? Yes. I sent it to Chris directly. What you think? I had to make sure Chris. Saw. I'm about to. Fuck with that. Yeah, it's oh, about yeah. to be awesome. It's about to be amazing. <laughs> but of course, the argument, even though this argument came up earlier this summer, comes of up like, every time. Yeah, like Scott Pilgrim's a shitty person, and we all get but that. But also, yeah, another thing about it, though, is right? most of the people making that argument yeah. either haven't watched the Edgar Wright movie, but definitely didn't read the actual story. Because yes. one thing about the Edgar Wright movie is that in the comic, Scott really gets raked over the coals for his bullshit. Like, yeah. like they are on oh, his, yeah. like his entire support system is on his ass, literally until he becomes a decent person at the end. Yeah, yeah, because in the movie he's like at the end of it, he's best friends with his negative version. In the comic books, he like it. He actually takes, has to fight that. Thing. He fights him, even though it and took, had to accept his own. It bullshit. took Kim Pines like. To be like, yo, you really need to get your shit together. You're lying about your past. Yeah. You don't remember anything. You're kind of an asshole. And then he was like, oh, you're right. And yeah. finally, like, yeah. takes on the piece of shit he is and becomes kind of a better person. I mean, it, right. you don't grow that fast, but... No. He's, he's old I mean, he's a 23-year-old or 24-year-old, whatever, fuck. Piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Like, but that's that's also just who he is. That's, that's Ramona Flowers point, is a... A piece of shit. She ain't the best either. No, no literally, she literally just and, leaves without like dips out, without yeah. talking. After all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, Scott, deserve, they deserve each other. Scott is the nice guy who thinks he never does anything wrong. And Ramona Flowers is your fucking emotionally detached girl who will just leave when it gets hard. Like she's like the the, the anti feminist. And then yeah. And then everybody else around them is kind of just... Trying to get them to stop being their yes. piece yeah. of shit. Because when they're not being a piece of shit, they're actually cool to be around. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how are you so much fun and cool and this much of a piece of shit? Yes. And that's what makes it good. And obviously, don't date 17-year-olds. Just, don't like, be a piece of shit, please. Like, come on. Like, Drake, stop. 
<laughs> sorry, not yeah. sorry. No, no, don't, no, no, don't right. be sorry about that. One. List of crimes, as as stated earlier. List of crimes. <laughs> is that uh, is that the show? Yeah, yeah. I think that's my fiance is locked out of the house. Oh no, oh, Chris, no. you should have said something, dude. She just texted me. She was like, "Hey, the the you didn't unlock the back door." I was like, "Oh." Well, that's gonna well, be well. Okay, that's, that's gonna be in a landmark show right there. Well, <laughs> next time you can follow us all collectively around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. Follow me on X at Anton Six Three X's. I'm still there sometimes. Chris, where can people find you? Just find me in the Discord. V. Uh, you can find me on F Twitter Talk. Uh, right now, I've been hanging out on Twitter. I'm not calling it X. Oh no, I'm getting the shit out of that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I'm calling it Twitter. It's like I'm not calling it X. Like he he tried to get like a little billboard with an X out there and like he got like Oh, oh I love how I love how the apartheid African is putting a flaming cross in front of in New York. I love it. Like really? Like a burning cross? I love it. So yeah, if you can find me on Twitter, like I wanna keep on pissing over Elon Musk. Yeah. All right, Jalen, where can people find you? Uh, since I'm dealing with my social media addiction, I'll be in the Discord. <laughs> All right. This has been Erratic Records production. The video version is edited by Lana Twist and Mind. The audio version is edited by Akuma Santi. Until next time, keep it cheesy. And take it easy. Look at this guy. <laughs>